I'm here with IT Johnny and Elijah. Hi, gentlemen. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Hello. How are you? So, Elijah, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how can we help you? About myself? Uh, like life experiences or something? Anything you want to share? Uh, well, I'm just trying to get into tech right now or the IT field because I need a, a better job currently than what I have. What type of, go ahead, John. You go, you go, you go. What type of, uh, what do you do where you work at? Tell us about your uh, job and all that stuff. I'm curious. I work in a grocery store as a stalker. Okay. That's good. How do you, how do you like that? I mean, it's all right, but we all need to, Move on at some point. So, you know, yeah. You say move on. Do you mean like uh, advance or maybe just yeah. get new opportunities? Yes. All right. So in this case with Elijah, uh, it's, and I guess most people would be, they're trying to advance the career, maybe make a little more money, maybe maybe just change uh, uh, careers up. But in this case, it's, it's obviously to make more cash flow up that uh up that uh the coins um yeah so all right so we know the story behind elijah as far as why he wants to get into it uh wait so why it and not something else why it yeah Well, it's just the field I'm interested in. Good enough. All right. So that's what we got, Gary. Um, interested in IT or tech. And uh, that, that's the reason. So we can get started then with the, uh, with the ended 18 process. Uh, we're not fully, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> um, we don't have terminology down. We're just gonna we're just gonna wing it, I guess. Sure. All right. Okay. Good. So when it comes to IT, there is multiple fields within IT in its own self. Um, there is, you know, of course, you got security. We have. Uh, storage, you have networking, you have coding, you have uh, even physical, uh, um, physical like cabling and uh, physical security. Uh, you have uh, management, obviously you have uh, voice, uh, traditional um, phone analog systems, you have satellite, you have, ooh, there's a lot, there's a lot in IT. And I think most problem people have is trying to figure out uh, what to do in IT, where they want to go, 
what skill sets they might need, how they get training, how do they um, go about all of that, those things and to learn IT or just any new field. And uh, so I'm actually gonna ask a question. What, um, what do you think as far as, uh, well, actually I already know, you're not really sure what field in IT you wanna do. Uh, well, I already have some picked out, but yeah. You have an idea? Mm, no, I don't have, I don't have a, All right. I don't have one set field that I wanted to go into yet. All right. So Gary, what do you think would be a good, so I guess we could, this is where we could start to end it at this point. So if you want to take that part over and see what we, uh, because at this point, he does, he's not sure what he wanted to do, but um, I guess before we start that, we could uh, maybe clear up some unknowns about IT. So as far as IT is concerned, what do you think IT's purpose is? And do you think it's like its own industry, separate of... All right, so IT is a field that can be done in almost any industry, whether it be medical, banking, uh, fire, you know, government, uh, restaurant industry, fast food, grocery stores, malls, any, any, every industry, oil industry, every industry has IT. It just depends on, um, so it's not really the industry that depends on, that, that determines your skill set. It's what are you going to do in that industry? So you could be a network engineer, you could be a security engineer or administrator or analyst or storage analyst or administrator in oil industry and in gas industry and in the medical industry. So it just depends on what you want to do in what industry. And uh, uh, so the industry is not, it's sort of, it's not irrelevant, but it's not really, the industry is not determined, does not really determine what field of IT you're going to be in. Now, some industries, you know, have more, um, have more, what's the word? They have more, they use certain technologies in IT more than others, but um, for the most part, in most cases, the industry you're in doesn't determine uh, the technology. Some industries it does, um, like manufacturing, uh, there's a certain kind of technology they use that's not really using normal IT versus uh, the technology in uh, like a manufacturing, like a, like a uh, factory. They might use different type of technology than normal IT. But um, so certain industries are all different kind of IT uh, devices and uh, fields. But in most, in most cases, even in stuff like uh, factories, they'll still use traditional IT, but they'll also have their own IT standards as well. But um, that's just the gist of IT, breaking it down as far as understanding that IT is, is, is its own field, but IT is used in every industry. So you can get into any industry pretty much if you have IT uh, skills. So with that being said, Gary, you want to try to start the end of 18? Um, I guess just breaking down what 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 it what it is and everything, because what we're going to try to do is uh, for people like Elijah coming in, uh, or just people like Elijah, 
he does, uh, Elijah's not sure exactly where he wants to go or to do in IT. And in the 18, what we discussed the other day will probably help the process along, spirit the process. Uh, so, hey, Gary, you can go ahead and uh, discuss the end of 18. Oh, before you start, Elijah, any questions on industries as far as types of IT fields and stuff like that? Um, well, I mean, if you give me, I mean, I'm not sure what IT field I need to focus on, but the, I, the industries really don't matter. Okay. You need to focus on. All right. Well, we we can figure that out in, in a little bit later. But you uh, can pinpoint what job position or something. Okay. All right. And that's perfect for Gary. He's, yeah, that's perfect. Perfect, perfect time to come in because he's talking about job descriptions. And yeah, that could be. That's actually part of the end. 18 process we're trying to trying to build up. All right, so uh yeah. Right. So Elijah, this is the in 18 process. So it's consists of 12 days. So the first 12 days will be you identifying your skill set not building anything on you, your skill set yet, merely just you having knowledge you have now, currently, write your resume, get your resume out there, and then write down 50 keywords that describe what you do, your personality, your traits, what your attributes are, what you're good at, and use those in your resume. So that's the first 12 days. So what you're looking at is basically day one, create your resume. Day two, write down your keywords through day 12. During the 12 days, you apply any job that you see fit, any job that fits with your skill set, for instance, driven you might try the word driven or enthusiastic or hard worker so any job that you see apply for it and you put those keywords in your resume so that's a 12-day process that consists of submitting resumes probably you're going to look at an expected amount of resumes or rather expected amount of jobs that you apply for in the first, in this 12 day period can be anywhere from 2000 to 3000 jobs, meaning different companies or whatever. So that's the first 12 days. Again, not building any on the skills that you have, utilizing what you have to try to find a job for you. So the first 12 days, the next three days are you take a break. You've already done a lot of work. You relax for three days. You forget about looking for a job. You don't do anything else. The next three days, we'll call that the three-day sprint. The companies that you emailed, this is the time you use 
Don't follow up with any companies that didn't respond to you. This is the time you use to follow up on any individuals or any companies that responded to you with like a thank you email or a, I really appreciate you taking the time to respond to my job query, my interview process, my whatever. This next three, this three days process as well, you try to learn everything about you can, everything you can about the companies you're, you're applying for. For instance, where do they live? Where, meaning where's the business? What kind of business is it? What part of town is it in? Is it in the industrial side of town? Is it in the outskirts of town? Is the, is the weather cold? Is it a cold environment? Is it a warm environment? You wanna learn about everything you can about these companies. Now, when I say 2,000 jobs, 2,000 companies, if you will, your scope is the United States, basically, and the rest of the world, if you will. So anywhere and everywhere that you see fit to apply, apply at that job. With the aspect of the mindset or the anticipation that you're going to get the job. Next thing, during the three-day sprint, in your Gmail account, calculate a budget based on the salary that the job has. For instance, if they say $12 an hour or $15 an hour or whatever it is, calculate a budget based on that salary. You might say something such as like, you have an expenses, you have rent, you have a car payment, you have whatever, calculate that in. When, by you making X amount of dollars per hour, does it fit? Will it fit into my budget, budget right now? Can I make it work? Do I need more? Do I need less? This is when you identify really what you kind of have to make, the minimum amount of money. That's going to help you identify that. The other thing is, this also enables you to calculate taxes, income, expenses. So the real number is when the company says $15 an hour, the real number is lower than that. So after taxes, I think it's like 30%, let's say. So you're looking at $7. That's really a, a big guesstimate. It's probably a lot less than that because it is $12 an hour, $15 an hour but just say 30%. So you take that and you say 15 divided by three. Okay, that's uh, five each. So you take and say $10 off to the side. So that's really your take home pay. That's really what you're getting after taxes. So during this 18 days, the main focus is to apply to many companies as possible and identify what skill set they need, those companies. The reason you're doing this is you don't, they don't know what you, uh, they don't know who you are, and you don't know who they are. And after this 18 days, you're going to really understand a lot about A, yourself, and B, the market. What are they looking for? 
what type of skills do they they need in the market? What type of skills do they need in Oregon, Texas? You're gonna you're gonna know that. What type of jobs are they are there in that in those states? What are they paying in those states? Two thousand jobs is quite a lot. However, just applying at five or ten jobs, the numbers don't really play out all that well because it might be that eight out of 10 jobs say no or don't respond. So plus there's a lot of other jobs out there. So I say 2000 jobs, 2000 actual jobs to apply for during the 12 day stretch, if you will. So that's roughly like a, a little more than what 120 a day, something like that of jobs. And if you break that down into say 200, let's say a day, you can have that done in 10 days. So you figure per, it takes probably an eight hour period to do this, to apply for all those jobs. You might have a notepad on the side. That's like your, your template or your, your, your resume, if you will, that you're gonna copy and paste in because some companies they want, uh, they want a Word document, but they also want sometimes a text file of your resume. And that is the, that's the 18 day in it program in a nutshell. There's no skills being built on it. It's merely just you understanding that what you know and how you are identified to the marketplace you have an understanding of what you what you know and and how you uh, how you look to the marketplace. So that's really the in it eighteen and not so really. That's a lot to take in. That's a lot to take in. I'll let John Johnny uh, IT Johnny take over a little bit. What do you have to say about that? All right. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a lot of jobs. Uh, Two thousand. Um, only thing I say about that is, uh, you said it take about eight hours a day. Yeah, about eight hours a day to look for two hundred jobs if you're doing it for the first time. And after you get used to it, you can dwindle that down a lot because you can go a little faster. Because some jobs require you to fill all of the information in to apply. Some of your jobs, some of your companies you apply for just want a quick apply. So that eight hours is a kind of a medium range for 200, 200, uh, 200, res 200 jobs in a day. Yeah, 200, yeah. I mean, that's a lot. We say 200, but we know we, that's not gonna be possible every day. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's a good, good idea and everything. Uh, everything's good on that front. Um, yeah, but overall, I mean, uh, it's good. I mean, you're applying for jobs, which he, he has done. He has, he has been applying for jobs. Um, but like you said, a small amount is not really um, good enough because even if I apply for like five, 10 jobs, I'm probably going to get hardly any replies just from initially because it's just a low amount. But um, and it also depends on where you apply it as well too. But this is a good 
thing in the sense that for one, you're not, if somebody's not sure about what field to get into, then um, and you're not really sure what technology you want to learn, then it's kind of hard to know what, what, you know, where to start to even learn IT because there's so many fields and then constantly the fields are just being piled. The, the fields in IT are constantly being added to like every, I don't know how often, but I would say there's like a new field in IT almost every probably month. There's new technology coming out. It's, there's just too much. So there's a lot to learn. Not, not, not a, lot to, a lot, lot to learn. There's a lot of fields that you can get into in IT and it's uh, knowing what companies are looking for helps out. So uh, like looking at one company, seeing what they require, and then seeing, seeing what that company does, maybe, maybe you might be interested in that company and then seeing what kind of IT jobs they have. They could have you know, all kinds of IT jobs. And then, and then you look at those jobs and then see what the job descriptions are for those IT jobs and say, oh, oh, he, oh okay, that seems pretty interesting. Like I, I would, that seems pretty interesting. Then look up the technical skills you're looking for in those descriptions of the jobs and then research some of those technical skills, like those technical technologies that they're asking for. They want you to know this technology. They want you to know this technology. Or then look up those technologies, watch a couple of videos on them, and see if you might be interested in that technology. Like, would, would, you, would, you, have, would you have fun coding this particular programming language, or would you have fun setting up this type of ser uh, server or uh, um, piece of uh, IT device? For, with this technology. If not, if you think it'd be boring technology, then move on to the next job with that has a different, you know, field in IT. Look at the job description, look and see what they have to do and all that stuff. And then look at the technologies and the research those technologies and figure out if those technologies are something you want to do. So applying for a lot of jobs is the best way, I, you know, is the best way to see what technologies out there and what companies are using the technologies and how the companies are using the technologies. And then you'll be able to look at the technologies and say, is that technology interesting for me? If it is, okay, I wanna learn it. And how do you learn it? Well, that's where, that's where we're gonna go into next. Um, it's trying to figure out how to learn technologies that you, that you might be interested in. Um, now Gary, we've done podcasts on this before, plenty of times. Uh, not enough, probably. You can't ever stop talking about this. Um, I think there is the main issue with people getting new jobs in IT is trying to learn it. <laughs> uh, it can be confusing as far as what to learn and where to learn and how to learn. And I know he's been trying to learn some IT, Elijah has, um, but I'll let you, Gary, start uh, take over for the uh, school thing because I can go on a rant for this for for a while, and I and I know you too. I know you can too as well. But um, actually, I'll say this: when it comes to IT and a lot of fields, not industry, not just IT, but specifically, especially IT. Um, I know a lot of people say, but you don't need to go to college for IT at all. It, it's not required. You, I, I guarantee you out of all the jobs you look at, you, let's say you apply for 2000 jobs. 
I doubt you'll see any of those jobs really say they require you to have college degrees um, because they won't really say that. Some will say it. You, you'll, you'll have a good amount of them say, the, say college, but they'll also have say or and or after college requirement. It is say or because they know, even companies know now, they don't really care about college when it comes to IT. As long as you know what you're doing, as long as you know the technology, in most cases, you're good. They'll, they'll bring you aboard, especially for lower level positions, entry level positions, especially entry level positions. If you just know the technology or, or seem that you might be able to do it, they'll accept you in a lot of cases. Now, sometimes there are cases where they, they want you to have a certain degree, but that's, that's, that's very, um, that's usually based on a requirement of like an end customer or like some government policy to where you have to have it or some mandate. But in most cases, or if it's like a ridiculously high position, like a director or maybe like a hedge fund or like a CIO, they might require like a degree. But for the most part, a lot of these positions, they don't require degrees. And I think a lot of confusion in IT is people think they need to go to college to learn and how to use it, which is, let's put it this way, you're not gonna learn anything any better in IT going to college versus just learning it via some private company giving in-person training or an online place giving training. And the reason why I say that is because college will, will, um, college will bore you down, will, will, will muddy what you're trying to learn when it comes up. Not just IT, a lot of industries, but especially IT, because you're not just learning IT in college, you're learning things that, um, besides IT versus if you go somewhere that's only giving you training for specific technology in IT, you're learning all of that. Uh, put it, um, but it's not bad to go to college. If you want to go to college, you can go to college. You just know you'll spend more money and more time in college um, and probably get out of college and not really be able to get a job any easier than somebody who just went straight to learn it without going to college. What I'm trying to say is if you, if you have a person straight out of college trying to get a job in IT, and then you have somebody who spent six months learning IT, I can almost guarantee you the person who spent six months just learning it on their own will probably get the job over the person who went to college because they know more. And they've actually had hands-on, constant hands-on experience, and they could probably answer questions better. Uh, it's not because the college wasn't good. It's just that when you're in IT, you're literally only learning that for however long you're, for like six months straight learning that when you go to college, you're gonna learn some IT stuff six months after five months of taking these other classes. And then you're gonna take it for like one month, then you're back onto some English class uh, or, or, or period. And then, you know, so it's college, you're bouncing around everywhere, taking all these other classes when you're, but if you're like in an IT specific course online or some service online course, or some company giving it, they're only giving you that IT training and they're giving it to you as if you're at the job working on it. So they're literally telling you how to do this stuff as if you're working on a job. Um, and they do the same in college, it's just slower. It's more spaced out, it's more money, it's more time. And like my company, we have internships uh, before, before uh, about the last time we had one was like two years ago, but we had like four, two or three in interns and uh, I was surprised that like one of them was near graduation and he was telling me that 
the things we were doing at work. He didn't know how to do any of it because <laughs> they didn't teach him that in college. You know, it was just uh, so it depends on what you're going to college for and how it depends on the school. And that's why I say I prefer training outside of college versus in college when it comes to IT, especially IT. Because um, when you're trying to get a job, they're just, they just want to know if you know, the, they just want to know if you know what you're doing. Um, if you have a degree, if you have a degree, you know what you're doing, they'll take you. If you don't have a degree and you know what you're doing, they'll take you as well. So uh, just weigh your options. If you have the means to go to college, for anybody, go to college, it's good. You can, get, you can get good training there, but if you don't have the means or you, if you just want to go to a certain field, then you can also go that route as well. So it just depends on how you want to go about it. So when it comes to learning IT though, um, as soon as you, um, there are a lot of places you can go to get training, um, but that's just my little talk on learning it. If you go out there and look at resin, uh, look at job descriptions, read, learn the know the technologies the companies are using, then go out and do a little quick research on a technology to see if you might be interested in it. And if you are and you want to learn it, then find ways, find places you can go to actually learn it. Uh, whether that be college or an alternative way to learn it. But just know that you don't have to go to college to learn IT and be good at it. I would say where I'm working at right now, nobody has a college degree. <laughs> I don't think anybody has a college degree. Not even my director has a college degree, I don't think. So you don't really need you know, a college degree to get IT. Um, but, if you do, but if you do want to go to college, degree, uh, um, you can go that route. Um, it just depends on who, who it is, but we, me and Gary prefer, uh, you don't, if, if you don't have to, and if you don't have that much money, we prefer you don't go to college route. If you're trying to learn it only because it's a lot of money and it's a lot of time spent, you know, that, that you could be spending elsewhere. And that's my little take on learning it. Uh, what do you got on learn as far now, Elijah, I know you have, uh, um looked and done some training what have i forgot what you've done tra uh, training on what, what what's what platform have you uh done some training on what are you talking about just learning I, yeah learning. what i know no what, what 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 uh where have you learned any it at so far any it yeah Learning hardware yeah well, I mean, uh, built a computer, and I learned some Google courses stuff, but it doesn't matter if I don't remember that stuff. So. And why do you think you're not remembering it? Because I'm not studying it enough. But I stopped studying it because I can't remember. Plus, I had to pay for the course. So Stop paying. Yeah, but why do you think you weren't remembering it? I stopped studying it. But were you remembering it when you were studying it? Mm, mm, not really. Some of it. Oh, are you talking about the uh, networking or? IP address? They were doing all stuff. 
They're covering a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, okay, I think I think I think that's when you just jump right into it. You didn't really. <laughs> All right, yeah. So. Uh... Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he went to was it, you said you didn't right? Mm hmm. It was you didn't. What? It was it was you Denny. You Denny. Where you got your uh, training from? That was Google Course. Oh, Courser. Oh, that's right. It's, oh, yeah, yeah Course. Okay, yeah, Course. Yeah. Oh, you. I thought you said you to me. I thought you were talking something else. No, it was Google Course. I didn't finish it either. I finished like one, one, uh, one or two things, and I stopped. All right, so I think this is a problem when it comes to IT. Uh, people start and then they stop. Um, now I don't know if that's what you actually wanted to learn or not. It's probably just what you probably just weren't interested in it. It's probably why you weren't trying, you weren't retaining it. Probably wasn't interesting you. Uh, that probably wasn't you know your cup of flavor for IT. And this is probably part you just got to keep trying to figure out what you want to do in IT that will actually excite you to want to remember it. If you're just doing it to try to get a job and you're not really caring about the technology, you're probably not going to retain it because you don't really care about it. Um, so that's why we probably you probably need to, like like Gary was saying, in it is start applying just random jobs and then know what I technology that they're asking for and then research that technology to see if you might be interested in it. And if you're interested in it, then you might learn it and retain it better if you like it. If you don't like it or don't care about it, you're not going to retain it because you don't care about it. And you're not really, you're not putting any real focus in on remembering this stuff because you're only doing it with the, you're doing it with dollar signs in your eyes. <laughs> Instead of hearts in your eyes, looking at the technology, you're looking at dollar signs. So, uh, yeah, so I think it'd be good to actually, a process of actually looking at red job descriptions, technology, how they're using it, and then seeing if you might like the technology and then go that route instead of just uh, learning any technology just from just just to try to learn it just because you might be able to get a job in it, not really knowing what the technology is for or how it's being used or uh, that's going to hinder learning IT and make it even that much more harder for you to get an IT because then you're just going to keep doubting your ability to learn IT if you just keep trying to learn things you're not interested in. So we need to find out what, what interests Elijah when it comes to IT. What do you think would be a good uh, process of elimination of finding out what people might, what, what field in IT they might like, Gary? What do you think would be a good process of that? Um, well, do you like instant feedback? Are you, do you like being around people? Do you? That that's a good one. Do you like being around people? Do you like talking to them? That's the question. Do you, Elijah, like being around people? Talk to them? Is that no? I would. No. Do you like I'd talking to people? Oh, go ahead. In a desk. I'd rather you... be in a desk. See, here we go. So a desk position. Well, you what? Yeah, you you you're going to talk to a lot of people in a desk position. <laughs> it's what, not like. Do you like talking to people? I mean, like not physically, but do you like talking to them on the phone? Uh, that's fine. Okay. 
So um, how long have you given yourself, you know, say, okay, I've given, you know, you've given yourself, say, a year, two years, six months, um, you know, whenever to, to learn whatever it is you want to learn. How, like, if you had an imaginary number in your mind, like, okay, I need to, I, I, you know, I need a job within, like, let's not even go, for, let's just say job. I need a job within how many days have you given yourself or months? What would you say? Just you yourself think about that. Realistically. Pardon? Within the next two years. Okay. Perfect. Good. So when when you're doing uh IT stuff, you know, when you with what you did, right? With the courses, Coursera, I think. Do you when you learn whatever it is you learn, do you learn better uh reading, visual? How do you learn the best? Visual and hands-on. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. Cool. Do you learn by doing it yourself or by others showing you how to do it and then you do that? I guess you could say a combination of both. Okay. Do you, um, what works better for you? Do you, do you like to be told the basics of the stuff and then you go do it and figure it out or do you like to know every single step in the process and then you go do it every single step okay and, and is that like something like click here go here click here is that how you learn or you like that it helps okay okay do you take notes when you learn or you just visually learn and, and hands-on learn? I, I would prefer to take notes. I like notes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have to know everything about, do you have to understand the why before you go to the next step in, in your learning for, Yes, I have to know that. Okay, okay. All right. Do you, do you find it necessary to, or does it help you to learn the why, the bigger picture, for instance, why is this applicable in the real world? Do you find you need that? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. Good deal there. What? Based on your experience and, and learning and everything, how during what time of the day do you, is it help? You know, how, how many hours I should say per week do you find that you can dedicate? Like, meaning, is it one hour here, one hour there when you were learning in Coursera, or could you sit down and say, okay, I'm going to learn within you know this many hours, four hours, let's say, which which works better for you? Um, but it's better in one sitting. I can do it right after work. I get off. I my work is seven to two thirty, so like maybe like three thirty to like what ten. Do you are you easily distracted if other people in the room and you're trying to learn? 
now. No, I can I can still talk it. Good. Do you have any friends that do this type of work that you're trying to do? Like uh this 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 Google stuff that you're talking about? Uh well, I mean I had a friend who helped me build my computer, but I don't know if anybody's in the field. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just to hit on John's point, I guess about college is, um, if I could say something about that, it would be that. Uh, pardon. I said all my friends are in college. Oh, great. Oh, good. Good. Do you have? Do you feel that? Um, if you were to go to college, what degree would you want to get? Like, if you, okay, if you had unlimited money and you can go to college for anything, what would that be? In art. Okay. Oh, like an architect? Is that what you said? No, in uh, the word uh, digital art or fine art, something like that. What is that? I don't know. What Describe what that means. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure which, uh, how do they describe it as, uh, I'm like, uh, I haven't looked it up in a while. I don't know what they call it. I guess you say like, what kind of art do you, are you into? Am I into, I guess, character designing? What's what are those? What's that? I don't know. Well, give me an idea of what that is exactly. Like, um, like you're designing characters for like uh, TV shows or anime or something, or a uh, concept artist or something like that. Do, do you have a, a website that you put this on, this stuff already? That you, Do you do this yourself right now? Well, I have a multi-site. You, you have a what? I'm sorry? I have multiple websites that put my stuff on. Or multiple social media. Do you know how to? Uh, mm -hmm. Do you know how to use Adobe uh, Premiere Pro or Photoshop? You know that. Well, I don't have Photoshop, but I use a different web uh, software that's similar to it called Clip Studio Paint. S say that again. I didn't hear it clearly called clip studio paint okay clip studio paint it's so i guess it's similar to photoshop i i take it yeah hmm. so this so you're you like creating that's good how about um 
do you know how to create like uh do you know how to create videos with like um you mentioned earlier anime i think is the word you said do you know how to create uh nation yeah do you know how to, yeah do you know how to do that I don't know how to animal. No, I'm not professional. No, I don't know any. No, I don't know it. What what program would you use if you used if you were to do it? Do you know? I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Adobe has it because they're more. They've got more features on it, but Clip Studio Paint doesn't. Well, it does but I don't use it. I just use it. I just use the studio for like hobby stuff. Do you, um, do you know how to teach this to others? You know how to teach this skill to other people using this uh, program? Uh, yeah, I could, I could, I've thought about making a YouTube channel. I probably will do it, but I, I just want to give myself like, a little bit more time to know what I'm doing, and I'll probably consider making like a YouTube channel or something about it. Hmm, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So it seems like you uh, seems like that's what you want to do. Um, seems like that's your field of IT, actually. Right? Uh, is that so? Um, you know, you know, there's some channels out there that are giant and some are not, right? But uh, uh, if, if you ever, so um, <laughs> have you ever heard of the word expert enough? You heard of that term, I'm expert enough? Mm, no. So, I, I, I struggled with what, with what you're talking about before when I, I was really maybe three years ago now, maybe two years ago, maybe two years ago. Yeah, a little more than two years ago. I struggled with like, well, I know the program I know is Commvault. I said, I know Commvault, but I'm not an expert in it, right? And I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know, right? And I listened to this podcast and it was Flipped Lifestyle. In the podcast, the guy, uh, what is his name? Josh, Josh, uh, Sam, Sam's, forget his name. Anyway, Jocelyn, anyway, whatever. So in the podcast, he said, uh, he mentioned expert enough. And I was like, that's weird. I never heard that before, you know? And what he was telling me, basically, because I was listening to the podcast, was he was saying, probably to everybody, is I'm expert enough. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm expert enough. Yeah, yeah. And that was holding me back from creating my course on Udemy. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm expert enough. And so I made a course based on what I know. And my biggest you know, I guess my biggest thing was, what if people don't like it or whatever? What if they say something bad about it or whatever, right? And then somebody did. <laughs> somebody gave me a bad review. And I said, eh, oh, well, 
you know, they still paid. Uh, okay, whatever. You know, I mean, I I did something about it, meaning I replied and I changed. I adapted their changes, you know, obviously to my course. But in the bigger scheme, though, really, was, um, you know, a thousand people are going to say nay, or not a thousand, but one person is going to say nay against a thousand yays. Right. And, and that's everywhere. I didn't, I didn't realize like, yeah, I didn't know that. That's everybody. Everybody says everybody can find something wrong with whatever I did in every aspect of whatever knowledge or whatever it is I do. Anyway, for me though, that was holding me back. So yeah, I, I get, I understand where you're coming from, from that, from that perspective. How, how, how much, uh, let me ask you about money, right? How much money do you want to make? Like, no, not, not money, but um, I guess what I'm saying is um, for you to identify with a piece of paper, let's say, right? At, not now, but after this call, write down what you want, like write on a piece of paper write down the dollar amount and then write all the bills you have, write all like everything out. Like um, these are the bills that I have. Um, this is what I want to earn. Right. And then now at the bottom of that, right. Write this, write this to say in return for uh, in return for my, in return for this dollar amount, right. Meaning this dollar amount that you're going to put in there. I will render the service of, right? And then put the thing that you want to do, artist or whatever it is that you want to do. And then write that out, just write it out. And that becomes your, your very first uh, goal, very first announcement to the world, announcement to the universe, basically. And every time that changes for you, meaning maybe you, adapt your mindset or you change how you think or you become better or you're a different person maybe you become a different person altogether write that in fill that out again and read that every day to yourself and it will center you and remind you of what your goal is or what what you're trying to attain um reason I say that is um, if, if you, you hold your hand out, right? Your hands are out in front of you, right? Okay. Shoulder width apart or whatever, right? So that's your competition. Okay. That represents your competition in whatever field you're in. Say art, right? Let's say art. Um, that's your competition right there. That's it right there. Okay. Now, how do you get yourself lower how do you get less competition that's the whole thing to find out here right how do you get it to where it's less there's less people uh that are competing with you that's what you're after and that and that stands true actually for the it technical field right you could start tomorrow when you go to work by doing this if, if i may suggest something the the where you work at there are so many uh, companies probably that you are familiar with Procter and Gamble, uh, Lay's potato chips, probably 
Budweiser, um, Little Debbie's, right? So imagine that in your mind's eye that there are all of those companies there that, that you serve, essentially. So you're serving Little Debbie, you're serving all these companies. And what you do is you're the middleman for that company, meaning you're giving the product to the customer. You're displaying it ever so nicely so that the customer, okay, I like it, right? And try to figure out from an IT standpoint, basically, of how that package of Little Debbie's, let's say, right? It goes into a bigger box. Well, that bigger box goes into a truck. That truck is in a warehouse. Warehouse, it came from the factory. The factory got the products from, if it's, uh, if it's wafers, so that's probably sugar, uh, flour, chocolate, right? So it got its flour from wheat. Wheat comes from probably this time of year, mm, Somewhere, somewhere warm, probably. Um, okay, so that's the southeast, maybe, region of the United States. The chocolate, the chocolate most likely comes from South America. I think that's more chocolate comes from. Uh, the, what else say? Sugar. The sugar comes from where sugar canes are made. That's probably south, southeastern region of the United States, maybe. I think they have sugar, sugar cane there. Um, and so what's the whole point of this, right? The whole point is to you're, what you're doing is you're breaking down, right? Into a little piece, right? So that big package that comes to you, you can just break it down into three little pieces, chocolate, sugar, uh, flour or char- yeah, chocolate. Flour. Yeah, that's it. And you, you, what you do is you apply that same technique to your IT field, whatever you're doing IT wise, for instance, like you have a known, you know, something to be true. I know this is true. Done, right? Done. Uh, You might say something like every computer that you have at your house, right? You have a computer, the computer, um, computers usually have three parts, right? They have a processor, which is CPU. They have uh, internet, like it has to have internet, right? That comes from somewhere. And it has to have a display. You have to be able to see it, right? So um, in a technical side or a technical aspect, if you go a little further than that, there's this uh, protocol called uh, uh, TCP IP. And John, you can you can chime in anytime you want here, buddy. But anyway, it's, this, it's the OSI layer, right? And you have seven layers. And I got you, man. You good? <laughs> yeah. And so what what it is is um, one of the if the OSI layer seven layer applies everywhere in the world. You can apply it to anything, right? For instance, you have the physical layer. So at your computer, right, you have a physical, which is layer one, which is uh, is it plugged in? Did you plug it in? Did you plug in the internet? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? I say Ethernet, right? Right? Yeah, I know what TCP IP is. 
Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. And so if you apply that to all every, uh, every troubleshooting aspect of IT, if you just remember those seven layers, that's it. Those seven layers when you're troubleshooting or you're applying, uh, you know, you're, well, let's take it one step further. When you're applying for a job, you have seven layers, right? So you have the physical, I've looked at the job, good, 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 right? And you have like the transport, well, I've transmitted it to that person, comes back. Um, then you have the presentation at the end, right? Let's say, well, that I can see that. And somewhere in the middle, you know, you have all the other uh, stuff, <clears throat> but at work, where you're at now, uh, the, if you can treat the, the, the boxes that you have, right? Okay, so you unpack box, right? So if you can imagine that that little wafer, that, that little Debbie wafer, same kind of deal here, but that little Debbie wafer is a packet, right? It's a packet. It has uh, 1,500 bytes, right? So that packet, it, it goes in inside a box. Well, that box is, is an encapsulated packet, right? Quote, unquote, right? The front of the box has a address meaning it's a to address, right? In the back of the box, that's a from address. So tomorrow, anytime you pick up a box, this is what you want to think about. You want to think about, I have this box in my hand who has little Debbie, Debbie snacks, which are very delicious. Little Debbie is not sponsored this podcast. And inside of it, there's little Debbies. On the, on the, on the left side, on the right side, you have the to and the from address. So every time you touch a box, that's what I want you to think about. I'm holding, I'm holding a packet. Wow. That payload is inside. That's a to address. It's a from address, you know, and the transport layer basically, or how it's being transported is you. Elijah's, Elijah is the transport layer. You're transporting the box from the warehouse or from the where, stock room, basically, to the aisle, right? So you're transporting that. It's as um, it's it's. I'm hopefully I didn't confuse you in that analogy. It, it's merely just a uh, a way to just start thinking about some of these things uh, because this that is going to come up. And then if you can convey that, if you can convey that story, you know, if you can convey what I said in the story when you're talking to a person for an interview, that's really going to help you out. Um, it's it's going to it's going to loosen it up the conversation. It's also going to make, uh, uh, you know, it's going to make it sound like you're less robotic when you talk to the person. If you can if you can tell a story to your person you're interviewing with, that's going to get you the job more often than not because what they want to know where they're where they're at is they want to know hey it's friday and this device is down um can i count on you elijah to stay here and to fix it and if you can't fix it can i count on you elijah can i count on you elijah to call the vendor and to get support can i trust you on that can i trust you not to go home and say uh it's not my problem uh i don't know uh, it was broken. I just called somebody and they were fixing. I don't know. Can I call? Can I count on you to do could, to go the extra mile and say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna try to figure this out. 
And, uh, and I've, I'm going to let my management know, my leadership know that I'm working on this issue and I'm trying to go and try to make it, uh, trying to get it working. And, and really, if, if you can convey that in your interview, that little thing I said right there, because most of the interviews you go to, there's a couple different parts, right? You have the technical part, right? And then you have the personality part, like will you fit with the company or will they fit with you? And then you have the, then you when then you have the do you care about us part? Can I, can I count on you to care about what I do at a, as a company? Because, you know, I I as an employer hold all the responsibility, and you can leave any time because you can just leave and say, up oh, I'm done, right? I'm done, bye. But can I count on you, Elijah, to stay here and, and figure it out, and then tell me if it, uh, what you found? So that that's really the three. You know, the technical side is important, yes, but there's other there's other two things that you need, in, in it to to secure a job that nobody really talks about, and it's personality, and I guess you can call it sticky factor, the stick factor, or the I care factor. If you can convey those two things, uh, and it's a, you know, um, and you're not a robotic in it, then you got the opportunity uh, to take at least to get to the next level. And there, you know, you know, because you never know, right? They may be, they may not hire you for a technical job, but they may hire you anyway because they see some value in you. They see like, hey, this Elijah guy, he's got the right personality, and he's got the right I give a F about this, right? But he doesn't know the technical stuff. No, no, that's fine. We can always train. We can train you on that. No, no, no. You have these other components that we're looking for because we can't teach that, Elisha. We can't teach you that. Either you have it or you don't. I can't teach you that. Um, and and going back to the the uh, I the I uh, I uh, the eighteen program I program the um, um, the, the, everything is on you. The 18 program, 18 days is on you. So whatever you, um, whatever you do, um, you know, that's, you know, you're going to get in what you, or you're going to get out what you put in basically. It's like a first in first out, if you will, uh, maybe not a good analogy, but whatever you put in, you're going to, you're going to get out. And, uh, John, do you have anything to add on that deal? Um, no, just uh, look for some, just do like you've been doing, look for a job because this, this is the process where we ain't gonna do nothing, we're just gonna sit back. And uh, so just go look for a job, don't even, don't even call me for uh, for trying to, trying to cheat, just go look at the jobs. Now you can call this play, just go look at some jobs, apply, like you know, however much like Gary said, um, and Look at, don't just apply, um, look at the jobs, understand the job, what they're, what they're asking you, not asking, what, what the job requirements are for the job. So say you're applying for uh, some Hershey's, say they have a, a IT position, a, 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 a desktop administrator, right? A Windows administrator. Hershey's have a new has a new administ Windows administrator position uh, in downtown Nashville or in Clarksville, wherever, right? 
And the job description, boom, it's like one page long. It's like an entry level or it's like a, a maybe a little higher administrator or analyst, but let's just say whatever, right? Um, and they're asking you, hey, we need you to have Windows experience. Uh, what's the protocol Windows uses? Uh, SM, SM, SMB. Uh, they want you to know the SMB protocol. They want you to know, um, um, they want you to know IP. They want you to know, um, they also want you to know how to image a, a Windows uh, PC. They want you to know how, how, you, uh, how to install stuff. They want you to know how, how you can upgrade software and, and P Windows PCs. And that's what they want you to know, but then they explain to you what they how they how they use those technologies so say they say oh we use our windows machines for our servers to access our uh vending machines you know in these certain places and they tell us when they need to be refilled so we need you to keep this server up to date with the database of all the payments and stuff that we receive from these vending machines so we need you to keep this machine up to date for that and we need you to upgrade and keep you know these these windows machines this and that so what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to the resume, look at look at the job description, and see what they're asking you to do. This job they're asking you to keep the servers up to date. Why? Because these servers control their vending machines and their payments for the vending machines. They get it wirelessly, you know, over the internet. The vending machines are connected to the internet, and so they want these servers to stay up to date. Okay, so so now you know. Oh, they want a Windows person who comes in who update servers that connect to vending machines. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Okay, cool. What technology are you using? Are they using Windows? They're using Microsoft. They're using this um, remote connection service. They're using this. Okay, well, let me go research these technologies they're using because I like the idea of being able to manage Hershey's vending machines from this computer and I get to get in there and mess with their stuff and mess with their stuff. Oh, that's interesting. What technology are they using? Oh, this remote server connection uh, technology. Oh, let me go research that. Let me see if it'd be something I'll be interested in uh, managing or controlling or setting up and, you know, uh, and, and configuring. You look at it, you research it real quick, you look at how it sets up and you say, ah, no, nah, that looks kind of boring. I don't, I don't think I'd be interested in that technology. Or yeah, I like that technology. Ben. That's something you might want to do. Learn it, learn it, or just write it down on the side and then go from there. But that's what we mean when he says, go through all these court, go through all these jobs, look at them understand them, know what they want, know the technology they're asking you to know, and then know how they're using the technology and then research it if you don't know it. And if you're interested in the technology, write that technology down as something you might wanna learn. Then go to the next job, do the same thing. Find out all the technologies you might want to learn because based on how the company's using them or whatever, and then research it, research the technology, apply for the job if you want, if not move on to the next and keep doing that. And then when you're done, you're done. And then of course, after 18 days in the whole process, and that's good. Uh, but that's all I got to say. Um, Gary, do you want to go over to his first phase one more time, just so he knows, uh, just a brief, a brief over it? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you. Um, I wanted to ask you. Do you know what a when I say ping? Do you know what that is? Like a radar ping in a submarine? You know what I mean when I say that? Yeah. So think of like what you're doing as a radar, you're, uh, you're pinging. So you're, what you're doing is when you, when you have those 12 days, right? You're, what you're doing essentially is you're using your radar to ping. 
ping the whole world, right? The reason you're pinging the whole world, the reason you're sending out your resume, I'll get it to the 12-day process in a minute, but the reason you're doing this in the whole world is you, you don't know what you don't know, and no one knows what they don't know. And the reason you're doing a bunch of resumes and the reason you're doing a bunch of job searches and uh, different companies, different places, everywhere like that, is because you're using it as leverage for your own uh, job description. So you're pinging, boom, 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 sending something out and it comes back. Okay. Think of that something that comes back as a word that you're going to use in the future. For instance, John mentioned Windows. The word that always comes to mind when I think of Windows is the word Active Directory. So by you going and looking for jobs, the word Active Directory most likely is going to show up in the, in the search or it's going to show up, they're going to, in the job itself. That's really one of those things that you need to know. So you're asking yourself, I have no idea what Active Directory is. This is when you this is when you YouTube it. That's when the YouTube happens. And so the the 12 days, let's go over that. So day one, what you would do is you would just identify who you are, right? Write your resume. Get yourself a Gmail account if you don't have one already. The reason I say Gmail is so that you can use the tools that Gmail has, such as their PowerPoint, well, calculator or Excel, PowerPoint, um, Impress, or what do they call it? Uh, yeah, PowerPoint. Utilize their tools so you, you can have everything at your disposal. If you use Excel, and Excel is on your laptop at home, but you're at work and you have your, your phone with you, well, you can always just always go to Gmail and just add notes or whatever. So the 12 days look like this. Day one. Get your resume built. Just build your resume. Doesn't have to, you don't have to know anything else, just as it is right now. Whatever you know, put it down because that's what, what it is. So that's day one. Day two is write at least 50 key, keywords of who you are, characters, uh, descriptions of who you are. And then add those to your resume at the bottom. Perhaps you might want to say the word keywords and then put that underneath it at the very bottom, let's say, right? The reason you're doing this is because some of these companies have keyword uh, searches. And when they scan your resume, they're looking for a keyword. And if you're, and they, if they were looking for the word motivated, excellent, outstanding, a hard worker, if they're looking for those words, you're going to show up. And that's going to yield you better results. So day three through day 12 goes like this. You start up and you, you block out uh, a four-hour to eight-hour point of time for yourself. Could be four hours in bunches or uh, could, could be, you know, two, two hours, two hours, two hours, two hours in, in bunches. And start off by... You, your first day, just apply as many jobs as possible. Have a notepad ready so that you can copy and paste everything because it's going to be a lot of copying, pasting. Take the jobs that you have one by one and 
if you have a response from them, put those in a Excel spreadsheet or Gmail spreadsheet, if you will, so that you can know what the job is. How much do you think they pay? And what is the location of the job? The reason you do this is because typically when a company calls you, they're going to accept, they're going to, uh, they're going to anticipate that you know why they're calling you. They're going to assume that you know, hey, I'm from Hershey and I'm calling you about this job. And you don't remember that because that was like 200 jobs ago. Like, I don't know what I do. So this helps you remember that. That's why you, you do that. The other thing is, if you make contact with someone at that company, Hershey, let's say, you write that information down in your Excel spreadsheet. So the next time that person calls, you know who they are. You can, you can refer to them by name. Excuse me. And that will put a name to the face. It's not just ma'am or sir, it's hi, Susie, hi, George, hi, James, hi, whoever, hi, Fred, hi, John, whoever, hi, Elijah. And so this is day, day uh, two through day 12 is what you do. And it's all up to you. If you want to do more, perfect. If not, awesome. At the end of the 12 days, what you've done essentially is you've created a mini habit. A mini habit of, I'm going to start looking for a job. I'm going to discipline myself in my search. I'm going to establish a pattern of searching for a job. And as you go on, easier and every day is going to become easier and easier. And what's going to happen in your mind, Elijah, is you're going to form a pattern. You're going to see the same things over and over and over. And when you go and you're going to know the companies that are just recruiting companies who just put your name out there and who, okay, maybe they have a job, maybe they don't, versus the companies who will actually hire you, who have the ability to hire you, not just a third party or recruiting company. This is day, this is day two through 12. So then you take a three-day break and you don't think about a job or anything. You don't just relax and, and whatever you do, you just let it, you know, really just smile and have fun. Do whatever it is you want to do. Forget about work for a while. And then after that, you have a three-day sprint. So the three-day sprint consists of you following up with the companies that didn't respond to you. Maybe you might start by calling them. You might start by emailing them. You might start by reaching out to them in another way. The other thing you do is you follow up with the companies and the recruiters or hiring managers, whoever, that did respond to you with a thank you. Hey, I'd really, I really thank you, you know, thank you, John. I really appreciate you taking the time to answer my question about the job. I really, you know, in the future, I'd like to stay in contact. Here's my email address. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. And what you're doing is, you ever heard of the word touch point? You ever heard of that? No, I have not. So, you know, when you go to a party and you walk in and you, you see at the end of the room, there's a person you know, right? And in between the, 
that person you know and 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 then where you come in at there's a bunch of people there and you don't know who they are but you know you want to talk to your friend at the end so what do you do you go and you say hi and the person the person that every person you meet you say hi to how's it going nice to see you what's your name blah blah, blah until you get to your friend at the end so as you come back maybe you talk to them again so you meet your friend at the end of the end of the room and then you leave to go out well, what you do is when you come back you say hi to those people again or you say bye to those people again and who knows those people that you say hi to who knows they can help you in some sort of way now obviously at a party is a little different but think of it from a company's perspective if you know something about a potential employee a company rather you can make a comment such as like oh i see that you're in there in say uh, a state that has a lot of snow you might comment and say something like did you get a lot of snow this weekend you might say something like that if you talk to them on the phone anything that you can do that you can make it more personal for them you just that little touch point it's all it is a little touch point and you do this because you respond to the email you respond to them even if you don't get the job you respond to them anyway and then after that learn everything about that company uh, that you can where are they at where do they live what location are they in are they in oregon are they in florida what is the surrounding like what does it look like go to google maps or google maps.google.com and look at their area area are they in um they're near a mall what type of things are around them anything you could do to help yourself understand that company and and their who they are and i i touched a little bit and lastly I'll, I'll say about the, which is probably the most critical part is the Gmail, the, the budget also. Every company you go after, you interview for, make a list in Gmail, in Excel, whatever it is, and put a dollar amount on what they're going to pay you per, per hour. And then calculate that for a year. So 2080 is usually the hours per year. And then put little notes in there. You might start off by saying something like your budget. So make a budget for yourself. This is what I need to make in order to go to this job. Whatever you make now, you make whatever it is now. And then I need to make this month money to go to this job, wherever that job is. And this will, it's almost like you are setting a standard for yourself. Like, nope, I can't leave the job I have now until I make this much. And if you don't know your expenses, then you could very well just get a job that you don't aren't going to have enough money. Because let's say that job that you're going after, yes, it pays $5 more an hour, but it happens to be two hours away. And now you have to factor in your time, your cost of gas, whatever those expenses are for you to go there. So that wouldn't necessarily be a good idea because maybe you're you're losing money in that aspect of it perhaps and lastly i'll say the make everything visual for yourself everything in your front you have the power of the internet 
imagine as if you're going to get the job every single time. Think of where am I going to live if it's another city? Where can I get an apartment? What? How do I? How does that work? What kind of internet can I get in that in that in that, in that city? What internet do they have? What is the cell phone like? And they have? What is the? Is there a transit service? Is there this or that there? And that's what you want to. That's what you want to think about when you apply for these these jobs. And that's the whole reason for the Excel spreadsheet, basically, or the Word, uh, the Google Excel spreadsheet, is to get your mind in it uh, because you can't remember anything, right? And the last thing I'll th I'll say, right, is Elijah, when you go to these jobs, you don't have to know everything that they say on the resume. They'll be happy with 20%, real, be honest with you, of what the resume, of what it says in the job description. And no one knows IT. Like everybody says they know IT, no one knows really. They just try to figure out every day. A lot of IT people forget every day. Like, what did I do? So they have to remind themselves. Oh, that's what I did. Oh, yeah, I forgot, right. And it could be that they just know so much and they forgot. Or it could be that they just don't retain it. So there's people out there who don't retain it. Um, so that's that's normal, actually, some in some regard. Because believe it or not, there are people in IT who are not dedicated as well. They're just sitting on, they're just there to for a job. They're just sitting there. They're doing the bare minimum, and that's it. So, you know, there are people like that. So hopefully you understand that it's after after everything, they're just people. They're not they're not anything different than any anybody you know, wherever you work at, they're the same people, same type of people, different personalities, but the same, usually same type of people. And you stick a take a person from where you work at and stick them in IT, the likelihood is they're going to be the same type of person. They just have a different role, a different job type. But they're still going to be the same type of person. Their personality, how they work, their work ethic, all that's going to be the same. They just have a different job. So do you have any questions for me, Elijah? Uh, not really. Mm -hmm. 